Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code program. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, really tonight. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 17th of February, and it's Random Acts of Kindness Day. And a big happy birthday to Paris Hilton, Ed Sheeran, Renny Russo, and Billy Joe Armstrong. We may have all more or less forgotten about COVID-19, but there were still 54,218 cases yesterday and 199 additional deaths announced. Health Secretary Sajid Javid announced that the UK will now offer low-dose vaccines for up to 6 million 5 to 11-year-olds, along with Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. It is clear in that that this should be a non-urgent offer. It is not as important as the offer to adults and other vulnerable younger people. But it is right that we accept this advice and make this option available. With speculation that free COVID tests are due to come to an end possibly as soon as next week, in line with Boris's plan to end COVID restrictions early, Labour leader Keir Starmer was warning that could be a mistake. If people have symptoms, it is important that they test. And to encourage that testing, it's important that the tests remain free because otherwise the likelihood is people won't test. And in the end, that won't be good for health. And in the end, it won't be good economically for the economy. There was no real clarity as to what's going on between Russia and Ukraine on Wednesday. As Ukraine celebrated a day of unity, they also had to battle a cyber attack that targeted the Ministry of Defence and two banks. And while Russia said they were moving troops away from the border, the UK Chief of Defence Intelligence General Sir Jim Hockenhull said there's no evidence that this is the case. UK Defence Secretary Ben Wallace says it's important not to lose sight of Vladimir Putin's intentions. didn't put those forces on that border just for a pleasant Sunday afternoon exercise. It put it on that border at the very least for maximum intimidation and at the worst for an invasion. And I think that's the thing to reflect on. NATO Chief Jen Stolenberg called on Russia to de-escalate the situation in Ukraine and warned that NATO was considering setting up its own new military units in Europe. What we see on the ground is no uh, withdrawal of troops and forces, uh, equipment. But actually what we see is that uh, Russian troops are moving into position. And these are the kinds of actions and measures that we expect will come uh, in advance of a bigger military intervention into Ukraine. Her Majesty hasn't been having a great week, with two of the royal household causing concern. Firstly, Scotland Yard are to open an investigation into allegations surrounding Prince Charles's foundation. It centres around a claim that a member of staff offered help to secure an honour for a Saudi citizen. Prince Charles has no day-to-day involvement in the charity, and a spokesman said he was not aware of the issue. Secondly, Prince Andrew's announcement of a settlement of the sexual assault civil suit against him seems to have raised more questions than it answered. For example, who's paying for the settlement and how exactly will he support the fight against sex trafficking as the settlement requires? Labour's Jess Phillips says the Prince will face some awkward moments if he tries to insert himself into conversations with victims of sex crimes. There has been no remorse shown or or class shown or understanding 
of victims of sexual crimes throughout. So I'm not entirely sure what the Prince thinks that he can offer to those of us who spend day in, day out trying to support victims of sex trafficking. And victims who I work with would not welcome Prince Andrew sitting down and expecting them to help his pathway to redemption. Australia was shocked on Wednesday by a brutal shark attack in waters off Sydney's Little Bay Beach. A swimmer died after being attacked by what appears to be a great white shark, the first non-provoked fatal shark attack in Sydney since 1963. New South Wales police were called to the scene where they located human remains in the water and the whole of the shocking incident was captured by a bystander on video. Big great white, that's a great white. Oh man, oh no. Oh no. That's insane. The person's still there. Still to come at the Smart 7, Julia Garner talks peculiar accents and Kanye's genius drops. Right after this. Welcome back. There was more Champions League last 16 action on Wednesday night as RB Salzburg took on Bayern Munich and Liverpool travelled to Inter Milan. The Red Bull-Bayern game ended in a one-all draw and Liverpool battled through a tough game to come away 2-0 winners from Milan and with a strong lead to take into the second leg. They only had two shots on target throughout the game, but manager Jurgen Klopp says you expect a tough time when you visit the San Siro Stadium. Look, you cannot come here and hope and hope that you have a, a brilliant day and that's the only chance to get a result. We had a, not a brilliant day, but a good enough day to be the deserved winner because we scored two wonderful goals. Yes, they had their moments, they had counter-attacks, all these kind of things, but mainly counter-attacks. It's the latest big show on Netflix, Inventing Anna, starring Emmy winner Julia Garner as the curiously accented Anna Delvey, an Instagram fraudster who spent four years in prison for defrauding New York's social set. Anna's real name was Anna Sorokin. She was a Russian pretending to be German, and it called for some seriously inventive accent work from Julia to capture the oddness of the combination. I first did a German accent. You know, German accent is a little more, like, very subtle. You bring in little elements of a Russian accent. And every word is kind of mushed together. And then you have to add one more thing. But if she's around her American girlfriend, she'll try to make it sound more like an American girl. Much like the Queen, Kanye's been having a tough time lately, living out his divorce drama with Kim Kardashian on cable news and social media. From the truck full of roses to the brief dating cycle of the divorcing dad, it doesn't seem to have gone very well. So it's probably a good time to sit back and enjoy the first of the three-part story of Kanye's rise in the Netflix documentary Genius. It's full of incredible behind-the-scenes footage, including the first time he met Pharrell at a remarkable trip to Rockefeller Records, where he tries to pitch all falls down to puzzled record execs by rapping along to his own CD. That song turned out to be a smash hit, but you wouldn't know it from their faces. This has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.